If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi, I'm Don. Welcome to the podcast, Talking Real Money, which tells you what we do. We talk about your money. And today, got an interesting topic, got a phone call, and a question that is sent in through Talking Real Money via the contact form. Remember, you can call the podcast anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, by calling 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and leave a question or comment, and we'll use it on a future podcast. Let's start with the topic. Today, I received an email from American Century Investments. It used to be 20th century in the 20th century. And this is trying to get our firm to use one of their funds. And the email says, here's the pitch. Over the past 20 years, high yield has delivered 100% of the returns of U.S. equities with only 60% of the risk. Consider American Century High Income Fund, which tactically adjusts exposures within high yield. Now, wow, I thought, American Century High Income Fund? 20-year track record of delivering 110% of the S&P 500? Well, golly, I should look at that. So I looked it up. Well, the reality is they haven't had a high-yield fund for 20 years. The high-yield return they're talking about, it's an index. It's a Merrill Lynch bond fund index. And that pitch, they couldn't send it to the public. They had to, if uh, sending it to people like me is okay, but sending it to you, wow, it should it should get them nailed because in there are, um, well, you know, the saying, and I don't know who said it, nobody really does, about there are three types of lies, lies, damned lies, and statistics. Well, they're sort of playing fast and loose with statistics. Let's talk about the claim that. The high-yield fund performs better. Well, it's not really the fund. It's the index. It's the ICE, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, U.S. High-Yield Constrained Bond Index. It has performed slightly better over the selected time frame. And they were very careful about selecting their time frame. It was from 630.99 to 930.2019. So it isn't exactly 20 years. And the difference in return between the two, the stock market, the S&P 500, not the stock market, was 6.16%. The high yield fund was 6.95%. However, there are a couple of facts not in evidence. 
Because why would you put these facts in evidence? Because they weaken your point. They're acting as if high-yield bond funds over the past 20 years have performed somewhat like equities in that they've returned gains, which they have. However, why have bond funds, just bond funds in general, had positive capital gains over the past 20 years? Did the bonds grow more valuable? No, they can't. They're bonds. They're not equities. They grew more valuable only because their coupon rate on those older bonds became more valuable as interest rates did what? As interest rates fell. When interest rates fall, the value of higher yielding bonds rise. Now, going forward, which direction are bond yields, interest rates, more likely to head? Dramatically lower, as they have done over the past 20, 30, 36 years or so, I think. Or flat or higher. Well, lower, there's just not much room. They can go a little lower, but they can't go a lot lower. Flat, they could do that for a while. Higher, they could do that. If rates stay flat, then the long-term bond index yield is about 5.5%. That's for junk bonds. Some of those bonds will fail, so you're going to lose some money when they fail, just like with stocks. So the best you can probably expect going forward is in that 5 range. Best, the best. That's not comparable to what stocks have delivered over decades. The other thing that is absolutely misleading about this claim is the fact that it is the Standard & Poor's 500 to which they compare, and they very cleverly selected a period that makes the S&P 500 look really bad. You see, they didn't mention that one of the worst periods the S&P 500 has ever posted was the 10 years between 2000 and 2010. It even has a bad name called the lost decade. The average annual return for the S&P 500, even after dividends, is about 1% per year. Well, almost anything could have beaten that. However, had they compared the performance of this bond fund with the total global stock portfolio, then the total global stock portfolio would have performed about 120% of the bond funds. So, again, it's kind of misleading. The other fact, the American Century Funds have high expenses, 0.8% for their advisor fund, for their non-loaded fund. And to the clients, if you're an actual client getting it through a broker, well, the fund has a 4.5% load and annual expenses of 1% per year. That's going to drag returns down. So this is one of the problems. There are lies, there are damned lies, and there are statistics. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 
888-825-5255. Give me a call or send your questions in via TalkingRealMoney.com and just hit the contact button. Now, let's go first with a uh, couple of notes from online. Matter of fact, we'll do one from online. Then we'll do a call, which is great. It's a call about aging. And then we'll throw one more online one in, I think. So let's do the online first with a follow-up. Thank you for taking my question on non-qualified deferred compensation. As tax consequences and the investment plan were the two things you wanted me to concentrate on regarding the decision on whether to contribute to non-qualified deferred compensation, I will concentrate on those two things. My investment options in my non-qualified deferred compensation plan are going to be with Vanguard. I think then I should contribute to the same. I am a DIY investor investing in low-cost mutual funds as per your and Paul Merriman's advice, and I tend to keep my portfolio very simple with total stock market, total international, small small cap value growth, and international small cap. Pretty good portfolio. All at Vanguard. Had bad experiences with my financial advisor a few years ago who duped me into whole life insurance. Terrible investment. But I don't blame him. Oh, well, that's too nice of you. As it was my decision to go by what he said without fully analyzing and researching beforehand. Since then, I changed whole life into a paid-up policy. That's pretty good. I only wish I'd found people like you and Paul Merriman earlier or if I had the opportunity to read your financial book like Financial Physics. I listen to your podcast regularly. Spread your name and awareness. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for taking my question on non-qualified deferred comp. Well, that answers one of the questions I had in that earlier podcast. What are the choices? And boy, if your choices are Vanguard funds and you can do something similar to what you've been doing elsewhere, then more power to you. Go get them. And again, build the portfolio based on your need to take risk and your tolerance thereof. And I think you're on a good track. So, yeah, I would if I had those fund options, I'd take advantage of a non-qualified account. All other things being equal. Now, the caller relates to a podcast I did last week, November 13th, entitled Looking Forward to a... No, actually, it was phrased as a question. Looking forward to aerobics, polka, and bingo? And here's his comment. Hi, Don. I laughed at your request for our thoughts on aging, but I do have a few. My wife and I are both 63, but she says she feels like 40. And I hope I'm a typical male. Yes, I'm 63, but still 21 between the ears. (laughs) Our music will always be 70s and 80s rock, and at 60, we were not too old to buy our first electric guitar to learn how to play our music. Uh, Think smoke on the water, Don. (laughs) Being ageless um, uh, to us means eating healthy, walk, bike, exercise to stay in shape, which is important for aging well. Um, creativity, mm-hmm. excuse me, creativity keeps the uh, mind young. We uh, make things in, with our hands in the kitchen, sewing room and workshop. And uh, thinking about uh, our parents' generation, we are very different from, from uh, what they were. I saw my parents slow down and end up hanging out with, um, pardon the expression, old folks. We don't want to be anywhere near that kind of living circumstance. That's why we invest so we can stay in our home and and uh, and age on our terms. Great topic. 
Appreciate it, Don. Take care. Oh, I. <laughs> it's good to it's good to know that I'm not the only one. Uh, I'm 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 the same age, and I'm I'm 29 in my head. I am. The only thing that convinces me I'm not are my knees. Otherwise, I'm no different than I was. That was a great call. And remember, you can call, too, at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Give us a call, and let's talk about almost anything money-oriented. 855 855- 935 talk 855-935-8255 and let's get one more form question in and this one is about financial planning software my son who likes to study investing and planning suggested i look into financial planning software to complement other resources one he suggested was es planner Oh, I get it. ESP. Ha <laughs> ha. Rated number one by Money Magazine. Are these a value add? What criteria should be used to select one? And how do you get your money's worth out of it? Well, the basic truth is that almost any of these financial planning software programs, websites really, are are going to give you some good information and you're probably going to get your money's worth out of them. I've looked at ES Planner and a number of others. We use, um, I think we, yeah, we use Money Guide Pro, which is a professional one. Um, But the reality is they're all going to do very, very similar things. They're going to look at your spending, look at your earnings. They generally don't give you portfolio planning because that's something that an advisor is necessary to do. They're uh, going to give you simulations as to what might happen with your money. But bear in mind, they're simulations. There's no no absolute, but they can be very helpful. So I think almost any of them are really great because at least they get you into the process of creating a plan. I don't have any consumer-oriented ones that I've ever used for any extended period of time. I mean, I've tried some. I've, I've of course, used Quicken many years ago, but that's more of a bookkeeping. Uh, Mint, kind of the same thing. They do a little planning stuff. I have never used ES Planning, so I can't really recommend one over the other but i think if you're in that less than 200 dollar range for that first year you're gonna get a plan that's something that's of value that's gonna give you gonna point you in the right direction whether they're worth doing it on an ongoing basis i don't think you're gonna know until you try it for at least that first year and see what you get out of it. Now, I think the ESP, ES Planner program, I think that actually may be software. I'm not sure. Some of them are web-based, but there are so many out there now. I really can't give you a suggestion as to which one or ones are the best. But thanks for the uh, the question, and I wish you well. I, I might try it. I, I mean, think, I think ES Planner is like $150, $200 for the first year, which is not a bad deal considering you're going to get a lot of information that first year 855-935-TALK is our phone number 855-935-8255 you can always call anytime 24 hours a day seven days a week and i'm 
hanging out almost all the time to answer your questions here on the Talking Real Money podcast. And as others have said they have been doing, please also spread the word. Tell a friend or two. Subscribe to the podcast at your favorite podcast service, particularly Apple Podcasts, because that's where about 70% of our listeners come from. Take good care. Thanks for listening. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.